Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today end of day report and it is Tuesday the 7th of June and for the day, well not a great day, let's face it, 110.6 points down, 1.53% to 7095.7, falling below the 7100 level. We had an open of 7209, which was the high as well, 7082.2 was the low. So we didn't close quite on our lows, but it has been a nasty day all round. It was already slip sliding away around 60 odd points before the RBA stuck the boot in and raised rates by 50 basis points. Bear in mind though that the RBA official rate now is still below 1% at 0.85%, but it was a shock. There were only two economists out there with Goldman Sachs and Bank of America, I think, that were going for a 50 basis point rise, most for either 25 or 40 basis points. So it was a little bit of a shock and it shows that the RBA seems to have woken up from being asleep at the wheel for most of the first half of this year to get themselves into a bit of a panic. And it now looks as if we may have half a point now and half a point in the next meeting and maybe even half a point in the meeting after. We shall see. But certainly the RBA looks as if it's getting more aggressive with those rate rises. As a result of this, that sent the market spiralling down. The Aussie dollar did perk up above 72 cents briefly, but then came back to earth with a thud. We saw the bank sector, though, today was the really big culprit in terms of uh, market moves. The big bank basket fell 2.5% to 179.92. We had ANZ down 1.5%, Westpac down 2.1%, NABs fell uh, 3.3% and CBA down 2.6%. So the big four really under some pressure today with that rate rise. And of course, the uh, common theory is that uh, banks do quite well in a higher interest rate environment, but there is a balancing act. As interest rates do go up, it does uh, put a bit of a shudder through the housing market. It increases mortgage repayments, increases bad debts to some extent. It will be interesting to see how much of the 50 basis points the banks pass on. Of course, they will pass it on to mortgage holders, but whether they pass it on to deposit holders, that will be the question. And if they do uh, pass on that 50 basis point rise, then their net interest margin won't actually increase that much. And they will be fighting over less spoils as well in terms of refinancing. So the competition remains in the banking sector. With Macquarie, they were down nearly 3% today. ASX fell 3.2% as well. Insurers under pressure, Suncorp uh, was down 0.7%. QBE managed a one cent rise, which was a pretty good performance really, but Medibank Private down 0.9 of a percent. We also saw Magellan up slightly today, 2.1%, but GQG Partners down 1.2%. Following this uh, rise today in bond yields as well, we saw the uh, 10-year bond yield push out to 3.55%. That had a bit of a nasty effect on REITs. And Goodman Group dropped 3.7%. Centre Group down 2.5%. Dexas 2.3%. And Vicinity down 2.9%. Uh, with Mervac down 3.2%. So residential housing not looking too good there for Mervac. Industrials as well, pretty weak across the board. Stocks like IDP Education were down nearly 4.9%. West Farmers fell 3.9%. 
discretionary spending there. Not particularly good news with uh, rates rising the way they are. We also saw Transurban down 3.0%, 3%. Telstra down one3 Coles and Woolies. Uh, Coles down one5 and uh, Woolies were down 2% as well. With the old school platform stocks, I like to call them Seek, down 3.2%. We had REA Group down 42 and car sales down 3% as well. Healthcare wasn't spared in the casualty ward as well. Not ICU, but in, certainly in the casualty ward. CSL down 1.2%. Sonic down 2.2%. Ramsey continuing to drift lower, down one3 And Cochlear down 2.1% there. Tech stocks also under pressure today, as you would expect. WiseTech Global down 5.3%. Zero down 5%. CPU down 0.9%. And the artist formerly known as uh, Square Block down 2.9%. But some of the big losers today were in the buy now, pay later sector as Apple has joined the fray with its Apple Pay Later business that they're kicking off only in the US at the moment. But of course, many an Australian buy now, pay later stock is uh, trying to break into the US market and revolutionize things there. It seems like Apple, as usual, very good at copying things and doing it better than others, perhaps. We had Zip coming undone by another 14.3% today. Sezzle also under pressure. They were down 52 and Split It was down 12% today to a mere 22 cents for Split It. So that whole sector under serious pressure. At one stage, Split It was uh, 60, uh, 60 odd cents, 65 cents back in August last year. And here we are at 22 cents. So it has not been a good time for them at all. Heading across to the resource sector, BHP managed a small loss, 0.09% down. Rio, even better, they were up 0.7%. South 32, up 1%. We saw Linus up 1.5%. Pilbara, unchanged. Aluka, up 0.2%. And Alchem, up 1%. So we did see the lithium stocks, base metal stocks, doing relatively well uh, in the market today, or certainly better than the banks. Uh, Fortescue, though, didn't fare quite so well, down 1.1%. And the gold miners off a little bit. Newcrest down 1.5% there. In energy stocks, Santos fell 1.2%. Woodside up 0.2%. And we had a good day from Yankol up 4.2% today as well. In corporate news today, following on that Yankol up 4.2%, it updated the market on the potential takeover bid, saying that the bid was on the cheeky side, to say the least. Parenti, PRN, rose 10.1% on a promising update and a buyback announcement. And SXE, which is Southern Cross Electrical Engineering, rose 11.2% today on a business update. In economic news, of course, it was all about the RBA as it raised those rates by 0.5%. Big surprise, the Aussie dollar headed higher briefly we also saw the ANZ Roy Morgan consumer confidence numbers out today falling 4.1% to 87. And uh, we did see a report in the paper today that KFC will stop serving lettuce in their chicken burgers and will replace it with cabbage due to the fact that lettuces have, or is it lettuce, has headed pricing heading through 11 bucks per iceberg. 
So just another symptom of the food chain and the inflation that we're seeing in the market. In terms of winners or grinners today, well, there were some. Despite the 111-point fall in our market, we had Yankol up 4.2%. Ridley Corp, RIC, not one we normally talk about very often, they were up 3.9%. Some good action in some of these lithium stocks that have been whacked. Uh, we had Lake Resources up 3.9%. Core, Core Lithium, CXO, up 3.8%. Samphire Resources up 3.4%. Ingham's, love them, up 3.2%. And Ampol, the rally continues for Ampol. They go from strength to strength, up another 85 cents to 36 bucks. Uh, they were up 2.4%. Of course, they used to be called Caltex. Negative sectors, well, pretty much uh, everything, but negative losing stocks in the in the naughty corner on the naughty step was Zip down 14.4%. Temple and Webster got whacked 10.4%. Terracom. Finally starting to see some profit taking in that one. They were down nearly 9%. Today there was an announcement of a change in substantial shareholder notice with Regal Funds Management uh, declaring they'd bought another couple of million shares in Terracom. ARU Arafura Resources with the Nolan's Rare Earth Project down 8.4%. Calix down 7.8%. CXL LFS uh, Latitude Group down 7.2, Clinuvale down 6.7, OFX down 5.8%. So, not good news there. Positive sectors, we had some rises or at least not falls in the lithium stocks today. Base metals also doing relatively well too. Negative sectors, well, just about everything else was pulverized. Big Bank Basket drifting lower, well not drifting, was walloped to 179.92, down 2.5%. The Alltech Index was down 2.8%. Gold slipping back in Aussie dollar terms to 25.68. And the 10-year yield pushing higher to 3.55%. Asian markets weakening as we go to podcast. Japan only uh, was up 0.1% of a percent having been up a smidge more. China down 0.1, Hong Kong down 0.5. And currently we have uh, we have NASDAQ down around 100 points and Dow down around 175 points. Major movers today, stocks that were doing stuff on either volume or an announcement. We had uh, Core Lithium up 3.77% charging back. We had uh, STX, which did have a bit of a pop, but came back to earth with a bit of a thud towards the close. They had a high of 31.5, closed at 30. Strike Energy, they had a conference presentation today. STA also did well today. Strandline Resources was up 7.4% on the back of a corporate presentation to the Resource Rising Stars Conference. And ZNC was unchanged today. They were up a little bit. Uh, further high grades at Devlin Creek. And of course those buy now, buy now pay later stocks all under serious pressure. Zip down 14.5%, nearly sp- split it 12 and Sezzle down 5.2%. MP1 Megaport down another 5.6% with a broker downgrade and Satire back under 50 cents down 9.7%. Speculative stock of the day today. Not huge volumes, but this is a wonderfully named stock called Rocket Boots. And Rocket Boots has partnered with uh, NVIDIA for their Metropolis Partner Program. 
Uh, there's this pretty positive announcement for the wonderfully named Rocket Boots. R-O-C in the USA was the stock code there. Up 107.3%. In the news today, we have Parenti Global launching a non-market buyback of up to 10% of the shares on issue. Sees FY23 free cash stronger than FY22. Yang Coal has appointed IBC after concluding that the Yang Kuang energy bid is not in the best interest of minority holders. Well, and Southern Cross Electrical Engineering SXE increased FY revenue guidance to 550 million versus prior guidance of 500 million. On the economic front, of course, the RBA raised rates 50 basis points to 0.85%. Some of the commentary inflation in Australia has increased significantly. While inflation is lower than in most advanced economies, economies, it is higher than expected. They did mention inflation 13 times, whereas the Ukraine only got three mentions in the rather short statement. I watched the C on uh, Ausbiz, Sarah Hunter, one of the good economists in the world, uh, talking that they had estimated that inflation was going to print with a seven in front of it when it next comes out for Australia. And the ANZ Roy Morgan Weekly Consumer Confidence fell 4.1% to 87. That's the lowest level since mid-August 2020. Inflation expectations rose to 5.7%, the highest reading since early April. Over in Asia, the yen has slid to a 20-year low against the US dollar, worst performer in the G10 this year. Input and energy costs rising rapidly. And the Bank of Japan is now the only central bank which isn't tightening monetary policy. We also saw today in Europe, European markets expected to open a little bit lower, down around 0.7% across the board. Boris Johnson clinging to power in the UK with few viable alternatives lining up at the end to challenge him. We also saw German April industrial orders down 2.7% month on month. The forecasts were 0.3% positive, so there's certainly something happening in Germany. And the SEC chair, which is in the US, is set to overhaul the US equity market. And it does appear that supply chain issues are easing. A couple of good graphics in the newsletter on that today. That's it for me today on a nasty day when the RBA rose 0.5% of a percent on rates and the market dropped 111 points. But that's it. Have a great evening. <laughs>